0: nine nine five gold that's eight three three nine nine five gold eight three three nine nine five g o l d
1: pure talk believes in american values and that free should mean exactly that free switch to pure talk today and get a free samsung 5g smartphone Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go
0: to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk.
3: Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply.
0: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Hour number three, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We appreciate all of you hanging out with us. want to remind you, as we roll into the new year, you can go subscribe to the podcast. You can search out my name, Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton. We are going to have podcast exclusives cool things that you can only get if you are a podcast subscriber and that then allows you to go back and listen to any part of the show that you might have missed. My wife listens to the show on 2x speed so she has to listen to me talk less than normal. I'm told that that is somewhat popular out there that you can roll through the program and not have to uh to, at the convenience of your day, whatever you may be doing, driving around, maybe you're busy in the afternoon after the show ends, maybe you're busy super early in the morning, maybe you work late nights, whatever, you can bring the show to you and experience it at your convenience. Search out my name, Clay Travis, search out Buck Sexton. So, I cannot get over how amazing, if you were trying to design a story to perfectly reflect how partisan and histrionic, and completely dishonest much of the left-wing media has become. Buck, I'm not sure you could come up with a better story than Joe Biden also having classified documents in his possession in flagrant violation of all standards for high uh, holding classified documents. Now, you and I know this led to the Mar-a-Lago raid. We had months of discussions surrounding how inappropriate Trump's behavior was. Some left-wing shills even suggested that Trump should get the death penalty. They said that this was totally, uh, like it excluded him from ever being able to be president again. And I asked our staff, Buck, you and I were talking off air after we opened the show, He said, there's got to be some good collections of audio to perfectly demonstrate this insane hypocrisy when it comes to dealing with classified documents. So, let's have some fun diving through a collection. This is from uh, the first one here. August of 2022, John Avalon says that Trump now has to forfeit office, that he's disqualified from future office, I want you guys to be able to enjoy CNN's immediate reaction. Sounds like, based on CNN's reaction to Trump, Joe Biden has no other options but to resign the presidency immediately. Listen. There's a law in the book that directly relates to the destruction of official documents. And here's what it says, in part. Whoever willfully and unlawfully conceals, removes, mutilates, obliterates, falsifies, or destroys official documents shall be fined under this title or imprisoned, not more than three years or both and shall forfeit his office and be disqualified from holding any office under the United States. You got that last part? The legal consequence of destroying official documents includes being disqualified from holding any office under the United States. Any office. That would seem to include the office of President of the United States. So destruction, to be fair, of documents is disqualifying. Having classified documents, as Joe Biden does... I think probably if we'd asked John Avalon, he would also say that's
1: probably a disqualifying factor. First of all, when I was in the CIA, we would destroy all government the time. documents all the time. Just, just yeah. so everyone's very clear, clear on how this isn't just as clear as, oh, you destroy a document, you go to prison forever. They have this thing called burn bags where we would take documents that were classified, you put them in the burn bag, and then they're incinerated to destroy the... That's destroying documents. We do this all the time. So it's not as straightforward as just, oh, if you destroy it, obviously you don't keep all documents forever. Clay, none of this ever made sense. Yes. Uh, they told us, by the way, I mean, I'm looking back at August 12th of 2022 during the Mar-a-Lago, you know, oh, when, when the story came out, it was nuclear secrets. I tweeted out if they end up claiming that Trump had super duper secret documents in a locker in Mar-a-Lago, get ready for them to tell you the documents are way too secret for us to see. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened by the way. Because this was also obvious why why would Trump go out of his way to have uh you know very sensitive national security information isn't something that you're going to want to hold on to for nostalgia purposes. It makes I mean when I mean very sensitive, I mean truly sensitive things that would be dangerous to public safety. Um it's outrageous. The whole thing is completely insane. It never made any sense whatsoever and now we're just seeing I, I don't even like using the word hypocrisy because they don't care. That's the problem. Hypocrisy never bothers Democrats. They're like, yeah, we do it because we can. We have our media shills go, oh, my gosh, you can't hold office. Look at this. It's in the statute. We have them do that because we can. And we want to destroy you. And we don't care. We have no principles. That is the Democrat mantra. We still have to play, I think, some of this because I'm reading. These are great. Rachel Maddow
0: reacting with joyful glee to the fact that that Trump had classified documents. Here's Rachel Maddow uh, on MSNBC.
1: Tomorrow is the day when you're gonna wanna buy the physical copy of the newspaper. You're gonna wanna buy it and fold it carefully, maybe put it in a little archival paper or parchment if you don't have that, just put it away someday. You might, depending on how saucy you're feeling, you might wanna just note, perhaps in archival ink in the margin of tomorrow's paper, note, Anniversary of Richard Nixon Nixon's resignation as president, people will get a kick out of that some 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 years down the road.
0: Buy the newspaper. I wonder if she's going to tell her people today. Buck got to go out and buy the newspaper now that Joe Biden has classified documents. And then our good buddy, how about Stephen Colbert, who's truly lost his mind? Here he was reacting when uh, Donald Trump had uh, had confidential documents. It may be hot outside, but in here, it's Christmas. <laughs> Because yesterday, we all got the present we wanted. FBI agents raided Mar-a-Lago. Oh,
3: no. Oh. <laughs> That's the most beautiful sentence America has ever produced.
0: The most beautiful sentence America has ever produced, Buck. That's a, by the way, comedy show. It's uh, ostensibly that Stephen Colbert is reacting to the Mar-a-Lago raid. I wonder what he'll say about Biden now the documents he has.
1: Isn't it also amazing that they compl- that they lecture us constantly about threats to our democracy and and our institutions? And they get all huffy and they tear up and they they, they think about some of the the you know grandmothers taking selfies outside the Capitol on January six, and they say it's worse than Pearl Harbor and all this other stuff. And they they think it's absolutely hilarious and justified. To send the FBI in to the residence of a former president to see some old dusty documents that nobody gives a crap about. Give me a break. Does anyone really believe at this point, Clay, that if there was super secret nuclear codes, oh my gosh, we're all going to die in the, in the Mar-a-Lago basement, which nobody was even seeing anyway, that someone wouldn't have leaked that. Now we wouldn't hear more about it. They tried this. Oh, it's the nuclear codes or, you know, the nuclear information or whatever it was. I'm sure we would know a lot more if it was actually something that normal people would respond to with, oh, wow, that's really reckless and a big problem. No, they can't let us know because if they did, people would say, they just use this as a pretext, like everything else with Trump, like the FISA warrants against his campaign, like the FBI-Russia collusion special counsel investigation, like the impeachment, which you got right, the first time around of the phone call, the impeachment the second time around of what exactly, saying things that Nancy Pelosi didn't like on the day of January 6th. It is never going to stop with these loons. They're never going to shut this down. And I do think, for those of you
0: who weren't with us in the first hour, this is significantly narrowing the route by which Merrick Garland can bring charges. Because if you miss the CNN revelation, they reported that Joe Biden had classified documents relating to Ukraine, uh, Iran, and the United Kingdom. The Ukraine story is going to be a mess for him. But this effectively takes the classified documents and what is going to happen for them off the table, right? Because I think ultimately what will end up happening now with this is Merrick Garland will come out and he will wag his finger about the importance of everyone involved in uh, in government respecting the security of classified documents. But Buck, it's worth mentioning here, these were in the National Archives, you would know this better than a lot of people. Do we think if it's so incredibly secret that the National Archives should be in control of this? Like if it's really to the essence of oh my god our co- our government's future is at stake, why would we want the National Archives to have these? Yes. Right? Like
1: what is the point? of, if we're protecting sources and methods, which is always what they fall back on with this, keeping something in the national archives where it will just collect dust for how, whoever knows how long, um, for what, for what purpose could it possibly serve? If it's about presidential records, Fine, but there's no point in having presidential records that no one, including future historians, could review because it's too sensitive. And by the way, the way they do classification is by when there is a review date. And the review dates can be in 20 years, 50 years. You know, they can stretch these things out as long as they want. So, yeah, again, we get back to what purpose this is. But, but Clay, you know, it's funny because you and I know what the purpose was. Or rather, you know what this was all about. They have convinced their audience that Donald Trump, it's not just that they oppose him politically and they don't like him personally. He's a traitor and he's a criminal. And they have promised their audience, meaning the Democrat base and the Democrat party, that he will be in handcuffs at some point. And even if they can't manage to slip those bracelets on him, they have to keep this story going. Let me look at Rachel Maddow. She has built the biggest career surge ever for herself uh, You know, in the in the history of her MSNBC show, et cetera, by constantly overpromising and just telling people stuff that's bullcrap. And the audience yeah. doesn't care because they just want to be told Trump is Hitler and we're going to get him. That's it. If you do that, you get ratings. You're treated like royalty in the left wing media. That's all you have to do. It's very destructive. It's really quite divisive, destructive of the brains of the imbeciles who watch this stuff and believe it.
0: And it's also the big lie. People want to talk about the big lie as it pertains to Trump and people who might support him. The big lie all along has been that Trump was a Manchurian candidate, that Russia collusion, which six years after the fact, the Washington Post said, oh, yeah, there's nothing here. They haven't rescinded any of those Pulitzer Prizes. And what is so interesting to me about this is they, the the left wing media painted itself into a corner on classified documents. And they don't. I think we have one more clip uh, here to play a 30 second medley of them reacting gleefully all over the place. And then it turns out that Joe Biden's actually done it, too. Let's play this one more further reaction of the hypocrisy.
3: Tomorrow is the day when you're going to want to buy the physical copy of the newspaper because this is a night where you are going to remember where you were.
1: Obviously, as big as uh, biggest stakes as you can have, perhaps the orange jumpsuit is for is forthcoming. Vladimir Putin, he,
0: he doesn't believe in the rule of law. Uh, she doesn't. They all
3: systematically work to break down the rule of law, just like Donald Trump. If I were like Donald Trump's lawyer right now, and thank God I'm not, um, I would be advising my client to be telling my family I am looking at jail time, and we should, you know, make plans accordingly.
1: And what did I say? They promised their audience that Trump's going to prison. They've been doing this for years. They can't step down off that ledge. It's really, actually, at some level, Clay, that they've, they've, they've they've created this serotonin feedback loop yeah. of I don't like Trump. Trump is awful. And so just tell them, tell the, uh, tell the people that Trump is going to go to prison. Tell the libs that Trump is going to get frog marched out of Mar-a-Lago and you do and you get rewarded and they never care that it never happens they just want to keep hearing it
0: what about the taxes they spent years like oh when the taxes come out you're going to find out how disqualifying they were they came out and like it was like a maybe a six hour story nobody even cared
1: this is all tied into one of my broader theories which is that to be a democrat and a leftist today is a marker of deep emotional instability but conversation for another time. Rising inflation, volatile stock market wreaking havoc on retirement accounts. There's a lot of economic uncertainty around. And here's a suggestion. Check out the Phoenix Capital Group. This is awesome. They're introducing investors to high value oil and gas investments here in the U.S. with current yields ranging from 8% to 11% APY paid monthly. These are corporate bond offerings, and they're open to all investors with annual interest paid monthly phoenix capital group offers live webinars to learn about phoenix's business structure ways they offer security for the offerings risks and their financials they host live q and a's where they'll answer all your questions sign up at investingwithphx.com or call 323 phoenix investment in bonds has a certain risk before making investment decisions you should carefully consider and review all risks involved sign up today at investingwithphx.com that's investingwithphx.com or Call 323-PHOENIX-2-CONNECT. Clay and Buck, 24-7. Subscribe today. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand.
0: Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts?
1: You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two,
0: PureTalk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to PureTalk today and get a free
1: Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system.
0: Qualifying plans started just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. PureTalk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America – for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile.
1: The average-sized family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash buck and claim your eligibility for your free, brand-new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Well, Jump is a great song. It's a good song. One of of the the best Van Halen songs, I think you could could certainly argue. Clay, we've got some mailbag coming in here. VIPs at Clayandbuck.com. Subscribers are VIPs. Can email us directly into the mailbox, and producer Allie pushes it our way. One of them pointed out that Interstate Love Song, this is from Mark, maybe not the best choice, as a singer is saying that he lied, he lied, he lied. (laughs) I love the show, especially Buck's impression of Fauci, he says. But yeah, you know, Clay, do you have this, too, uh, where you like a song a lot and you've been listening to it, you know, for many, many years, and then one day you actually hear the lyrics and you go, good heavens, this song is about something naughty going on. Like, I've had this before. I'm like, wait a second. He's talking about something, or she, either one, talking about something that does not sound like what they were talking about.
0: Well, also, a lot. I mean, I was defending the 90s earlier, but like if you go look at like uh, Nirvana's song lyrics, they make no sense, right? It's just the music itself in conjunction with whatever they're saying. Sometimes you might not even know what they're saying. And there's almost no great. If I had to pick for you right now, who's the best rock band that is not from the 60s that still is out like touring? Cause Rolling Stones is still kind of on tour.
1: I look, I think it's, I think it's hard to, uh, I think it's hard to overlook Aerosmith in the best band that's not of the Rolling Stones era that came after them. I think it's hard to skip past Aerosmith in that conversation, just in terms of longevity. I mean, they were still doing like Super Bowl halftime shows. What a few. I know the Rolling Stones do too, but you know, they, there's they, not
0: that. I mean, so there's a big jump. The Foo Fighters, and I know they just lost their, uh, their drummer and Dave Grohl is super left-wing, I understand. There's just not that many rock bands that are going to be touring when that Rolling Stones generation, Aerosmith, when those guys
1: start to to depart, like there's just not very many of them left. You know, I think you could also make an argument that the three greatest exports of Great Britain all time are number 1 America, number 2 <laughs> English common law number three, rock bands. When you start to think about all of the great bands that come out of the U, rock bands specifically come out of the UK. It's staggering. A lot of people don't even you know even people that you wouldn't you wouldn't think of necessarily. I mean, Eric Clapton, British. Go down the line, dude. Led Zeppelin, British. Rolling Stones, British. The Beatles, British. You start you start lining us up. You're like, you know. You two—if you want to count them arguing.
0: as Irish, right? The Bonos, I mean. But you two is a big like you can't deny. That I know, U2 is,
1: but I used to like them. You two has kind of gone like Coldplay for me, where it's like, yeah, okay.
0: I mean, Bono is definitely off the off the reservation in terms of many of the things that he believes politically. But they were and are a pretty great band. Um, Look, I'm going to try to save you some money right now. If you have five or more employees run a business, manage to make it through COVID, and now recession, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. No loan, no payback, refund of your taxes. They have highly trained tax specialists that will review all of your documents. won't charge you anything. They'll just share a percentage of the proceeds they get back GetRefunds.com already returned over a billion dollars. You can go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, answer a few questions, and boom, you can get hooked up. Don't miss out. GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. GetRefunds.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are rolling down the track here on the Tuesday edition of the program. Appreciate all of you joining us. Yesterday, our friend Alex Berenson joined the Twitter Files crew and had a really fascinating, eye-opening thread of information surrounding Scott Gottlieb, who sits, I believe, on the Pfizer board and has been zealously attempting to silence critics of the Pfizer COVID shot. Uh, I think I'm summarizing that fairly well. Alex, a couple of questions here off the top. How did you come to join the Twitter Files team, Uh, that is, Elon Musk opening up uh, these revelations to you? And second part of that, were you surprised by what you found as it relates to Scott Gottlieb?
3: Um. So uh so yeah the first question um Elon actually uh uh texted me uh kind of out of the blue in late December and asked me if I would be part of this um, and, and frankly I was surprised because I've been critical about certain things he's done since he took over Twitter um, uh and you know and at one point he actually blocked me uh from following him and so I thought well I guess I'm not going to be part of this uh this group that gets to investigate this Um, but, you know, he, I guess, felt that, um, it was important to have somebody who really knew COVID, um, and the, and the censorship efforts to take a look. And so he asked me, and and that's why I said yes. Um, uh, and, and, you know, I want to say one other thing about this, which I don't think people realize how extraordinary it is what Elon Musk is doing with the files. Now, you can argue about you know, since he took over, he let this person on. He didn't let this person on. He let Kanye on and kicked him off. Various sort of decisions that he made. But but this, allowing people inside the records of the company that he bought, is legally risky for him, and and it's an extraordinary decision on his part, and it's giving us an unprecedented look into the way the government and social media companies work together and the pressure on Twitter, which to me even though it's not the largest, in some ways is the most important of all these companies because it is so, um, you know, used by journalists. So I, I think Elon deserves credit for that. And frankly, if he kicks me off again because, you know, he's annoyed with me or whatever, I'll still say he deserves credit for that. Um, so that's how I got involved. Now, in terms of uh, what the files show, yes, they show that Scott Gottlieb, who it's very important to understand who this guy is. Although he didn't have a position in government the last couple of years, he's arguably the most important voice outside government in terms of setting COVID policy, because he was the former chairman of or former commissioner of the FDA. He then left the FDA very rapidly, joined Pfizer, and in 2020, when COVID real, you know, when COVID hit, he, uh, he, you know, took a place for himself as the centrist Republican, as the guy who, you know, was going to tell Trump and Jared Kushner what to do and say it publicly. And, you know, hopefully they've listened to him. And that's who uh, that's who Scott Gottlieb is. And so he had, you know, he had a loud voice. And he also, um, you know, had a real conflict of interest here with the vaccines because he, he was on the board of Pfizer, which has made more money from the vaccines than, than anybody else. Pfizer and BioNTech, they've sold more of these mRNA vaccines than anybody else. And so, and he said publicly, you know what, um, I'm not against debate on the vaccines. I want all voices to be heard. And it turns out we now know, having looked at these files, that that, that that's not really true. It's not true at all.
1: Speaking of Alex Berenson, check out his uh, sub stack. And Alex, I want to since we're talking about vaccines too, along with the the Twitter censorship issue. Uh, what is the truth as we can say right now, or as you can tell us right now, of myocarditis, heart inflammation, problems from the shots, based on the numbers, the data? Uh, you know, what do we know, and what do we still need to find out about what these shots have done?
3: Oh, myocarditis is a very real risk for men under forty falling shots. Um, and you can argue if uh, myocarditis alone is a bigger risk than COVID uh, for the, for the shots uh, in, in that age group. We know that COVID is a very low risk to anybody who's under forty who's not, you know, sort of morbidly obese or otherwise at death's door. Um, but myocarditis is a real risk. So myocarditis is a heart inflammation. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it seems uh, we don't know sort of how long. Uh, the, the damage to the heart lasts. It may be different in different cases. Um, to be clear, you know, most people are not most, you know, even young men who who, who are injected are not going to suffer, uh, you know, uh, myocarditis, and they're not going to suffer a severe case. Certainly, but it is a real risk. And given how uh, you know, not risky COVID is in that population, uh, all by itself, that probably means the shots would be a bad idea for for that age group. But uh, so so. So that 's Myocarditis, but what I would say is there 's this issue, and we 've talked about this you and I and, and Buck, in the past about all cause deaths that all cause deaths are up all over the world in the in the countries that used these vaccines in the last year and when I talked to you about a month or a month and a half ago, I was sort of optimistic that we were going back down to baseline, but unfortunately, some new data that 's come out since then suggests that i was I was wrong that we're not going back back down to baseline. That in Europe, all cause mortality remains really high. So, so Alex, and, ask,
1: what is what is your working theory for that? I mean, just tell us, like, what do you think is going on?
3: I, I think that there's a I think that there's a long term problem with the shots and. And there's several different explanations for that. And to be clear, we're not talking about a doubling or a tripling in mortality. We're not even talking about, you know, some people will say, oh, 40 percent in working age people. That's not what it looks like. It looks like right now it's 10 or 15 percent. And some of that is due to the fact that COVID actually still continues at a low level. But 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 nonetheless, that's a big number. Okay, 10 or 15 percent. Uh, mortality above the historical norm of, you know, the pre-COVID, pre pre-vaccine era was enough to shut the world down when we thought it was COVID. Okay, so it's a big number. It's hundreds of thousands of deaths in Europe. It's hundreds of thousands of deaths in the United States. It's millions of deaths worldwide a year, or certainly over a million. That's a big number. And there's lots of ways in which the vaccines could be contributing to this. They could be contributing in Uh, to it by now there's evidence that they change our response to COVID itself in a way that may lead people to have a harder time clearing the infection and for really old sick people that might be enough to push them over the edge we don't know it could be that there's spike protein still floating around in people's bloodstreams in some people's bloodstreams at a very low level and that's causing for example myocarditis that there's a paper that came out a few days ago suggesting that we don't know it could be that in some people, the again, the vaccine itself isn't cleared quickly, although the companies and the regulators said it would be, and for some reason it looks around. What, what I'm really saying to you is we need to investigate this. This needs to be a priority at the highest level of government. These companies have to be forced to disclose what they know, if they know anything. There needs to be serious epidemiological work done, and there needs to be serious work at the cellular level done, and it needs to be done without anyone being afraid of what the consequences of what the findings might be. So if the findings are that the vaccines actually don't cause any of this, and we're all, and the, you know, people like me are completely wrong and the extra deaths are just the result of, you know, COVID after effects, so be it. But if the findings are that vaccines have caused this in some way, and that multiple boosters have made it worse, we need to know that both from a public health point of view, and to know if there's anything we can do about it, and it is it is approaching criminal right now that people won't discuss this at the at the you know at the levels of government and academia and science and at the corporate levels where it needs to be discussed.
0: Well, this ties in, Alex, because I texted you some over the weekend um, because Dr. Fauci came out and said you cannot even mention the possibility that the COVID shot could be involved in DeMar Hamlin's uh, collapse on the football field. Yeah. And my antenna, especially with Dr. Fauci, and I'm sure with yours, and I know it for Buck as well, goes up in a big way when a, Dr. Fauci especially, but many of these public health experts say you can't even mention this because generally what they say you can't mention ends up being true. Do you think, and we're never going to know for sure, I think, is the answer based on the health-related issues, but there are a lot of young people who are suddenly having heart issues. We've never seen somebody collapse like DeMar Hamlin did on Monday Night Football a little over a week ago. Do you think we should be investigating and asking whether the COVID shot could have been involved? What did you think of Fauci's commentary there?
3: I mean, of course, we should be investigating. And and by the way, there is now evidence. There's a paper that came out last year saying that people who suffered myocarditis were more likely, if they were struck in in an athletic activity, to have ventricular fibrillation and collapse. It, this paper came out before Demar Hamilton. No, I'm sorry, Demar Hamlin. It has nothing to do with him, which means you can actually trust it more because it's not in any way biased and it was actually about rugby players, okay? Am I saying that I know that's what caused this? No, I do not. You do not. And Dr. Anthony Fauci does not. But but this notion that we have to avert the evidence of our own eyes and and, and instantly say, oh, this couldn't have been these vaccines, which were given to a billion people worldwide with essentially no long-term studies being done on what their effects might be, That's that's crazy. And so... Yeah, I mean, this is just another example of this. But people like you and me are, you know, there's this effort to shout us down. I think, unfortunately, for the public health experts in government, there's now a little bit of uh, the, the pendulum is swinging the other way, where people are angry. And not just people like you and me who questioned this last year or, you know, even in 2021, but people who, you know, sort of just woken up to this. They don't they don't like being told that the evidence of their own eyes they can't they can't judge and so uh, i think the public health authorities need to take they need to think about what they're doing because they are they are causing a crisis of confidence that it's going to be very very hard to undo
1: alex you are forgetting the last final and most essential command of the party which is to ignore the evidence <laughs> of your eyes as you may well recall
3: yes yes i i you know uh, look uh, we, I I thought and I hoped that we were coming out of the other side of this. Frankly, I, I, you know, I've been covering COVID and the vaccines for three years. It has eaten my life. But unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're coming it, out is of
1: it yet. even? We only have like a minute and we really, we're about to run but I just want to know, do you think it's even possible to come up with, <laughs> now we're going to run the gambit here, uh, come up with an experiment to prove that, ma- that that maths don't work and this is idiotic, or are we just, are we stuck with like the dead enders forever?
3: Oh. Evidence. And there's plenty of experiments you can run. They just have to run them. When they've been run, they show that masks don't work. By the way, there's evidence, you know, we could, if we really wanted to know whether the vaccines were causing harm or not, there's there's ways we could do that. It's complicated, but we could do it. So, but, you know, when guys like Scott Gottlieb want to shut down debate and then not tell the truth about what it is they're doing, it gets hard. And so, I mean, I'm going to keep pushing uh, you know, I, I hope everyone will take a look at the piece, which is on my sub stack and which is on my Twitter feed. But, I, you know, I'm going to wind up suing Pfizer and suing the White House. And hopefully we'll get some sense of how those two entities were connecting and what they were talking about in the summer of 2021, because that really does seem to be the crucial moment in all of this.
1: Alex Berenson, everybody. Alex, thank you so much, sir. We'll talk to you soon.
3: Thanks, guys. Happy 2023.
1: You too. My friends, I want to save you money this year. So just do this switch your cell phone service from one or the other of those woke wireless companies switch to pure talk. It's a company that's aligned with your values and mine pure talk is my cell phone company. It's what I use every single day. That's what I'm taking all my calls on using all my data. All that stuff is with pure talk. It's proudly veteran owned and their U.S. customer service team is based here in the U.S., and by the way they refuse to spend their money on fake news networks but they spend them on programs like this one they support our values pure talk operates on one of the largest cell phone service networks in the country you get blazing fast data talk and text for just 30 bucks a month that's probably about half what you're paying with verizon at&t or t-mobile plus you keep your phone and your number when you switch over to pure talk and it takes about 10 minutes Plus, Pure Talk has a first-month risk-free guarantee. Try it, and if you're not completely happy with your Pure Talk service, you'll get your money back. Grab your cell phone, dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, that's dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless.
0: Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Chalk up a win for team
1: reality. Call
0: 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G
1: smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last Just go to PureTalk.com slash buck and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to Puretalk.com slash buck to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose.
0: GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community.
1: Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God.
0: Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.
1: Close it up shop here on Clay and Buck for the day. Can't believe how the time flies by. Remember, you got to check out the Clay and Buck podcast if you missed any part of us. Also, clayandbuck.com for VIP subscriptions. You can send us emails like the one that we just got in from Mike says, can't believe that you haven't considered the Beach Boys. They're still touring and still great. Are are the Beach are all the Beach Boys songs the same, Mike? Is what I want to ask you. Is it all one song or are they different songs? Just kidding, Mike. Just messing with you.
0: Yeah, well what I was going to ask too is a lot of these bands that tour now are not the originals, right? Haven't a bunch of the Beach Boys died? And they've like kind of brought in new people.
1: I have no I, idea. I know that all of my favorite lead singers from the '90s, unfortunately, have passed away. Pretty much. So.
0: Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like for a lot of the the bands, that's what I'm saying from the '90s. There are a few of them that that have made it through. That's why Foo Fighters, uh, you know, has managed to uh, to to stay together, although they just lost their drummer. But I feel like a lot of these, like Leonard Skinner, is a good example. Uh, I don't even know who was in the Leonard Skynerd band now. I have no idea how many of them are still left, but I know that I think at least one or two of the Beach Boys have died. So they've remade the band along the way. So you're not getting the original band anymore.
1: John wrote in to say that Kiss Rocks still listen to it. Never regret going to a Kiss concert. By the way, Gene and Paul are Republican leaning the last time I checked. I thought Kiss, I thought one of those guys was a huge lib. Am I? Am I confusing it with maybe another band? I, just I don't a- know.
0: I assume so many of these bands are super left-wing. Maybe because they get way more attention than they would if they were conservative. Now, look, I mean, there are many country acts that are big Trump supporters. I love uh, Kid Rock is a ridiculously fun concert to go to. He is a monster Trump guy, and that makes me like Kid Rock more. And then you've got. Taylor Swift, who I will acknowledge is an incredible talent, who's going to be a multi-billionaire, but she has weighed in on all sorts of local Tennessee political races, and I and that makes me like her less because she is super left-wing. This point's amazing, isn't it?
1: I you know. I don't know. I bet
0: Carrie loves Taylor Swift, right?
1: Um, I gotta check with Carrie on that one. I I I would think that it's I would think she's, like she's. I mean,
0: they're around the same age, like kind of wheelhouse. I would be surprised if Carrie's not a I like Taylor Swift.
1: Uh, you know, I would I would go to a Taylor Swift
0: concert yeah, with my wife, not me. solo. It'd be weird.
1: Why are, all, why are all these musicians commies? Questions for another time. Maybe that would be really about... weird
0: if I just went solo to a Taylor Swift concert. Like, if you came in and like people were emailing the VIP and they were like, uh, I heard Clay Travis was solo
1: at the Taylor the, Swift concert. The social media, the photos alone of you standing at a Taylor Swift concert rocking out with a T-Swift t-shirt on would be worth it. Like, can See we maybe raise some money here for this or something? You know, we'll do something for charity. Clay goes to a T-Swift concert. I think we're on to something.
0: Solo would be, uh, would, would be definitely difficult to explain. Has, has to be Solo. Has
1: <laughs> to be. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tonalta Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tonalta Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tonalta Towers at t2t.org. That's T. The number two T dot org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us.